Hello and welcome back to Second Take Movies, a podcast where we give movies a second look, a second chance, second take, if you will. I'm your host, Preston Jenkinson, and joining me for the second week in a row, we're finishing Blade with Blade Trinity. It's Larry Parks. What up, man? What up? You know, yeah. the torture The torture is finally over. The torture yeah. that <laughs> Preston has forced me to, to go through with him. is. I thought is, X-Men Apocalypse was going to be torture, but, you know, yeah, this, you know. Was, this is on a different level. This At least coming. we don't ever have to watch this movie again. You know what? I will be okay. Never. And, and you know, the funny thing about it, um, I was talking to my friends and I was telling them uh, that like earlier this week, I was like, oh man, I got to watch Blade Trinity. And one of my <laughs> wow. friends was like, one of my friends was like, oh, that's, that's, that's the good one, ain't it? And I was like, no, he was like, that's the one with Ryan Reynolds, right? And I was like, yeah, he's like, yeah, I like that one. And I was like, huh. Mm. Surprise, surprise. You know? Uh, watch out for your opinion from in the future. <laughs> Which is crazy because this is the highest grossing Blade film out of well, all yeah, three of them. Yeah, like they, they were they were like very popular at the time and they were coming off of, you know, a, a big uh, push from Blade 2, but oh boy, did it fail. Yeah, I mean, you put Ryan Anderson, Jessica Biel, Wesley Snipes. Uh, yeah. A lot of a lot of Patton Oswalt as well. Triple H. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you put a bunch of big names in, and they're like, "Oh, this is gonna be action." They, they then, swing for the fences. Yeah, and then you got here, and you were like, "Oh, no." Okay. <laughs> Bet. Bet. We we yeah. learned we learned Triple H is not an actor, at least. You know what? Which is funny because they were so impressed with Triple H's. Uh, work ethic and everything that actually yeah. had he had a smaller role in this movie but they were so impressed with his work ethic and like how he showed up to the set and like everything he brought to him that they forced more lines for him to give his character more value really yeah like he didn't have that many lines like they they the what he had they created for him and from what i've heard about it must be something with wrestling because i've heard the same thing about the rock like, yeah, there was a stunt guy. I don't know if you've ever watched the YouTube channel Corridor Crew, which gets mentioned on this show a lot. Um, but they're the guys that react to like CGI and and stunts and stuff. And they had mm-hmm. a guy that had worked with him on Hobbs and Shaw. Mm-hmm. And he was going to take the rock through like, you know, the stunt work for that day. And it has to go from here, here, here. And he said the rock came in is like, oh, OK, so I go here and then we're going to go through here and then I'm out. And he's like, he already knew the scene like from like front to back he's like i used to plan for like hour-long shows for (laughs) 200 days a year (laughs) this is you know the the older the older you get and you watch your you watch your favorite wrestlers when you were young watching your favorite wrestlers go from the 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 ring to the tv screen and you the the older you get you realize like wrestling really was like very fake it's theater I and mean, they and they did a good job entertaining us. Yeah, I mean, I, they put in a lot of work. Like, don't get me wrong. Like, yeah, as like fake as it is, you know, and dramatized as it is, it's they they put in a lot of work to to do what they do. Yeah, I'm always entertained about how they uh how they decide who's going to be the bad guy. And okay, this is where you switch from being the bad guy of WWE yeah. to being the good guy now. Oh, you know what? Right. We're about to make you the champion. Yeah. 
So let's quit avoiding the subject and get into Blade Trinity. (laughs) (laughs) The story, Blade now, a wanted man by the FBI, must join forces with the Night Stalkers to face his most challenging enemy yet, Dracula. A.K.A. Drake. Yeah. They tried to make him sound so cool. Hollywood reporter Frank Frank Sheck. Frank Sheck? Sheck from The Hollywood Reporter. This is the positive review. Should reasonably please fans of the genre before assuming its place in the horror section of your local video store. And you can guess what you tie, what year and decade he wrote that review in. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Stephen Hunter of the Washington Post. This is a negative review. The movie is loud, dark, bumpy, and even a little fun. You emerge into daylight bruised and battered, suffering a case of mo- mu- movie abuse. Sounds like a... Fun kidnapping. <laughs> it does not like that. That's what it just made it sound like. Yeah, you know, you get abused, you get beat up, you get thrown yeah. around, but you know, you come out, you come out having a good time, you know. But that's yeah. the fir- the first note I have, like, of course it's Dracula. I mean that's that's the only place that's the only other place you could take a vampire story. Yeah. This franchise is Dracula. You know, and I mean everybody hears the uh Everybody knows if you watch Blade Trinity, paid attention. We all know the stories of, um, you know, the drama that was placed on the film and everything that happened. Like somebody asked Ryan Reynolds, I was like, you know, how was it? How was it working with Wesley Snipes? And Ryan Reynolds said, I've never worked with Wesley Snipes a day in my life. I've worked with Blade, though. Yeah, that was that was a thing on set. Like they said that he would spend hours in his trailer just smoking weed and he would send notes to the director and oh, no. sign them as Blade. Blade. <laughs> Refer to me as Blade. I am not Wesley Snipes. Refer to me as Blade. Like he just showed up for like to, like the talking scenes that he needed to be in. Like there the there's a shot where uh Ryan Reynolds is explaining what's going on and explaining Dracula to Blade. And it's like Ryan Reynolds just staring dead at the camera. And that was because Wesley Snipes would not show up the set that day and they had to shoot something. (laughs) Yeah. They were like, they had to replace it with doubles or like do some type of CGI. Uh, the director of this film, I forget his name. David Um, S. Goyer. Yes. He said that this may have been one of his most difficult and frustrating films to direct in his life. Yeah. I can see that. But you know, um, to Wesley Snipes' defense, um, it was Wesley Snipes and another actor, a uh, longtime actor. I think uh, Whistler. Yeah. I think both Chris of them. Christopherson. Yes. Both of them were highly upset with the direction of this movie because they felt like Blade, and I understood what they were saying. They were like, from Blade 1 to Blade 2 they felt like they were bringing in too many characters into like this new universe. And it was like, Blade doesn't need sidekicks. Like Blade is good. Just being with Blade and Whistler. Like he did it in Blade one. He did it in Blade two. Like he's not a, he's not a team player. Like he's a, let me do this. And Whistler, you help me out a little bit, but I'm a solo guy. They didn't like that. They didn't like all the, the, the night stalker talking, all the night stalkers teamwork and everything. So I understood it. So from there, you know, that's just when everything went downhill. Yeah. Yes, like vampires covered head to toe in like I guess sun protection gear because they get they're covered in like military uniforms and one of them gives the finger to the sun, which 
Okay. And then they go, they walk up into this temple and it's Parker Posey, Triple H and two other guys. Mm-hmm. And we can tell they're looking for something. And then they find a spot in the floor and it collapses beneath them. And it's Dracula. Out comes Dracula killing somebody. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> and then boom, start the movie. Yeah. Start the movie, and then we go to Blade, who's doing what he usually does at the beginning of a Blade movie. He's hunting down vampires, or who he thinks are vampires. Which, at this point, you know, I, I it was hard for me to watch this movie start off the same way, because at this point, I'm like, you know, Blade is actually, like, a genocidal maniac. Like, Blade, like, he just wants to kill all vampires, you yes. know? Just imagine, just imagine uh, Twilight. And 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 uh, Edward and his friends are out there playing baseball, and here comes Blade murdering <laughs> them down <laughs> while they try to play baseball out there. <laughs> like, well, there's actually a me- there's actually a meme of how Twilight should have ended, and it's like uh, Robert Pattinson sitting down, and it's like Blade in the background over here. Somebody photoshopped Wesley Snipes into the background. Yeah, it's like Blade. <laughs> like, can it not be any good vampires out there? Like, you just like how about kill all the bells? Like, you just killing everybody. He wants to kill all of them. It's like, this but is troublesome. To be fair, all the vampires we're introduced to in these movies are like really psycho and evil for some reason. They are. They are. Yeah. I mean, they got to keep the story going, right? Yeah. And then he chases a couple of them down and, uh-oh, he shoots a human, which I feel like he's killed 700 dudes at this point. Well, he even says he's killed over 1,000 humans yeah. at this point. And I'm like, what? I, I mean, other than it's on the national camera, news, like I would feel like like he people saw him. He was shooting in broad daylight in the first movie. Exactly. I would just thought when I, when I when I was watching, I was like, wasn't Blade shooting in broad daylight? Like <laughs> this is where y'all catch him. <laughs> he shot at cops in broad daylight in the very first movie. Right. This is where y'all catch him. He beat up cops in the hospital. Like this. Yeah. Is where, this is where y'all like. Oh, you know. We finally played. Who's this guy? Yeah. yeah. Well, apparently they know who he is because at the FBI, they're like, we got him. Like, have y'all been looking for him? Y'all just set this up. We've been searching for him for so long. He's been killing people, but we can't find any remains of the people he's been killing. <laughs> I don't know why we're searching for Blade. <laughs> yeah. <I> was... <laughs> okay. <laughs> and... I can't even remember what happens. Uh, he kills, the, yeah, he kills the guy, and then he kill, uh, kills the guy, and the guy pulls out fake teeth. And Parker Posey got footage of it, and I guess she sent it to the FBI because they knew this is where it was going to go down. Yeah, Blade goes back to Whistler, and we have our you know usual like, here's your new thing for this movie, um, and he hands him a. a like an inhaler instead of a, a serum that he injects into his arm. He's like, oh, some friends made it. All right. <laughs> and they just keep trying to hint at that yeah, these new people are coming. If I'm uh, And Blade like is like jokingly like, what friends? And I'm like, yeah, what friends? Because y'all seem like y'all spend like 24-7 together. Right. <laughs> Who do you know that yeah. I don't? <laughs> Maybe we could use some help. Maybe. 
Just saying. <laughs> and the people that we do know that I don't know usually try to kill us. Yeah. So FBI finds out where they're at. They're on the, the river. This is probably worse than their hideout from the first movie where they're in a train yard and it's yeah, just this open is, to everybody. This has to been this had to have been the worst hiding spot they had. The worst. Because it's just like in a harbor in like a open open area. Boat slip. <laughs> Uh, FBI comes through. Blade kills some of them, I think. Somehow, I don't think, I don't think Blade killed anybody, but Whistler definitely didn't. Feel, oh, yeah, Whistler, Whistler did not want to live. <laughs> Whistler, had, Whistler ain't going had back. <laughs> one plan only. Like Whistler was like, Blade, good job. You got uh, the public attention on us. We need to lay it low. Then he yeah. starts shooting shotgun shells at the FBI. He's just right. like Whistler. <laughs> Thought that was laying low. They're they're playing a, a PR scam on us. I said, okay. man. Yeah. Then as soon as the FBI rocks up, he's just like, shotgun, let's go. Shotgun, I'm gonna shoot all y'all and blow I'm y'all up. All these fellas away. I ain't going. I ain't going back. <laughs> going back where, Whistler? <laughs> <laughs> I feel like he's been to prison at some point. I don't. <laughs> yeah, he's had to be. He's yeah, got that look. FBI comes in and Whistler starts, you know, erasing all the hard drives. Uh, and then he sets off an explosion, kills a bunch of FBI guys. So they do have Blade on something, but somehow they incapacitate Blade. Like Blade's got all these superpowers and stuff, and like a group of humans, they right. just tase him. Right. So I wrote this down. I was like, I was like, I was like, we well, finally found out Blade's number two weakness. This one, his first weakness is public, uh, public display. Yes. Oh no, they know who I am. Weakness number one, and then the weakness number two is just humans. Like, but like you can sit there in a room full of vampires and like kill them all, but give me a room full of humans, it's like ah, I can't fight you guys. <laughs> like, Blake, you got powers, bro. Right. So and so they, they he wakes up in uh he's at I guess it's the FBI building. Mm-hmm. Um, he's being interviewed by two guys, and in walks. Uh, actor who's been in a bunch of stuff. I can't call his name right now, but yeah, I can't think of him either. If I showed you a picture of him, you'd you'd know who I'm talking about. Like Doctor Oz or somebody. Yeah, he was like they had like a, a a a scene before this where this guy was like a psychiatrist who was talking to like a Charlie Rose type guy about Blade because apparently the public knows all about Blade now. Yeah, and so we find out through this conversation he's a familiar. He's got a tattoo on his wrist. And somehow he knows how to sedate Blade. Like he gives him something. Can we? Uh, well, let's go back right quick. Let's we're, we're going right. to backtrack to the to the very beginning. Because I'm glad you just said that. Because you said some yeah. somehow he knows how to sedate Blade. Mm-hmm. In the in the beginning, when Blade's running through and like killing everybody, like uh, all the other vampires. At this point, we're at Blade. We're at Blade Trinity. Blake's been terrorizing vampires for a very long time. Like y'all at this point don't have some type of like preventive measures to like, you know, destroy him. Like we put this booby trap on the car or we, we got these bombs. Like they're still shooting like regular bullets at him and trying to like punch him in the face. Yeah. Um, well, I guess that nobody really believes in vampires, but somehow Blade can do the stuff that he does. You'd think they like, try something extra. Right. I was like, you know, I, I, I actually enjoyed more so the story of the blood pack. They'd be like, hey, we at least took two years to try to train certain people for it. But then, at right. this point, they're like, yeah, we're not even trying, you know. Yeah. And somehow the, van- the like 
the vampires in these movies just always find like a, a new temple high rise building because he Blake just has destroyed the last two. Yeah. Basically, <laughs> somehow they keep building it back. <laughs> it yeah, seems never, like it's not working, Blade. It would never find us here. <laughs> uh, yeah. And half halfway through this interrogation, uh, in through the 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 group from the beginning of the movie comes in dressed as EMTs. Yeah, uh, it's Triple H, Parker Posey, and some other people. And then they come in and talk to Blade and say, "Oh, you're coming with us because." I guess we're gonna finally gonna kill you. I mean, I don't know why you don't just do it right there, but you know, yeah. there's still an hour and a half left in this movie. And they have to uh, make yeah, and in in through a, a window in his very first comic book role is Ryan Reynolds, who is he's a he's pretty good in this movie. I mean, he's he's playing Ryan Reynolds. Like he's playing himself like he always does. You know, the funny thing about Ryan Reynolds, Ryan Reynolds is always Ryan Reynolds in every movie from the beginning to the end. But you know who was supposed to be in this movie other than Ryan Reynolds? Who? Colin Farrell. I could see that. It was supposed to be Colin Farrell and not Ryan Reynolds. He, I, so. could, yeah, I could see him in this role doing that. Thank God you didn't, Colin. <laughs> right. But then again, you know, Colin did went and did a, a terrible job as Bullseye and Daredevil, so I don't think he really dodged a bullet. <laughs> I contend he's having a time of his life in that movie. <laughs> <laughs> he, it was a terrible movie, but he was having fun. <laughs> yeah. Such a bad movie, man. It's such a bad movie. I'm like, when, goodness gracious. What gets me every time when he like puts on his coat or does anything with his coat, it makes the sound of a rattlesnake. <laughs> I don't know what when I watched that movie the first time for the first time as a kid I was like oh this movie's awesome and then I watched it like again as I got after I got older and I was like what the hell was I watching yeah uh, like, this is bad this so, is very bad but yeah you were supposed to have Colin Farrell which at the end of the day as difficult as Wesley Snipes was being and other people I don't think Colin Farrell would have made this movie any better so I think you no. needed uh, Ryan Reynolds yeah, because he was doing a lot of comedies at this point. Yeah. Um, this was like a year or two before he did, uh, when he first played Deadpool in X-Men Origins. Wolverine. Mm-hmm. Oh, boy. Yeah. <laughs> I think, he, and he, he, said, he has said that the reason he took that role was so that he could get to where Deadpool is now. <laughs> that was the only reason he did X-Men back then, because he didn't want anyone else to do it. Yeah, you know, um, I like Ryan Reynolds, man. I took Ryan Reynolds. I was talking about Chris Pratt uh, today. We were talking about the Jurassic Park movies, and I was like, Chris Pratt and Ryan Reynolds are basically like the same person in a movie. Like, they won't give you great movies, but they at least entertain you enough to make it to the end of the movie. I would, I'd compare them like they're the white Sam Jackson, you know? Yeah, yeah. Like, you, I'm gonna make it like if you're in it, I'm gonna watch it, and. Yeah. You know, I may be like, man, that was a really good movie. Or I may be like, yeah, you know, that movie's all right. But, you know, I, I, at the end of the movie, I won't be like, eh. Yeah, Couldn't I tell you his that. character's name. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. In this movie, Ryan Reynolds playing Hannibal King because Parker Posey screams it all the time. Yeah, King, 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 King. It was yeah. one part in the movie before she started yelling it all the time. I was like, what is his name? And then she started yelling. I was like, oh, okay, Hannibal King. I was like, I got it. I got it. Cool. Yeah. Thank you. 
and also through that window comes uh, Jessica Biel playing Hot Lady Number One. <laughs> That's pretty much all she is in this movie. Is capable hot lady. <laughs> yeah. And then Blade just puts it together. You whistler daughter. I thought all his family was dead. How you put that together, then Blade? You didn't put nothing together. All you heard was her last name was Whistler. Couldn't you be whistler. family name Whistler. You whistler daughter. I thought his family was dead. <laughs> Whistler's daughter. Yeah. Yeah, because because Ryan Reynolds screams it across the room. That's the only reason he put it. That's he's like, you know, Whistler. That's you could have done that, not like Whistler's daughter. No. <laughs> Which is so it's so bad, you know. But at this point, where we're in here and they're going through this whole fight scene, yeah. Um, at this point, you know, Blade couldn't fight humans at the dock. But now, all of a sudden, Blade can fight humans. Blade will tear through some humans to get out of a building. <laughs> but if you tear down, if you come to his docks, you know, you know, corner yeah. him. Yeah, I'll go, I'll go in quietly. And tr- Triple H comes around a corner looking like he's so huge. Like he's he's got this tiny little little machine gun in his hand. And he's so big and it looks like a, a giant plane with like a toy or something. <laughs> like, what, are you sh- what are you doing? You're vampires. Why are you shooting? <laughs> Right. Use your vampire stuff. Right. So they get Blade out and he has a pretty cool looking walk down a hallway with his, his stuff on. He gets his, grabs his gear and whatnot after they shoot him up with the little inhaler that he's got now. And when they're escaping through the hallway, he jumps back through the ventilation shaft and they don't see him and they just leave. Like, I guess they're like, guess he didn't want to come. <laughs> And it's just a waste of a mission. It's a, it's honestly, it's a pretty good shot. Him jumping out the window, and him landing. It's like pretty seamless between like what's obviously CGI because mm-hmm. a, a real man's not going to jump out of a window that high <laughs> into a superhero landing. It's pretty great. Uh so they go back to their little hideout, and that's where he's like Whistler's daughter, and she has to explain that. She was a daughter from another marriage, or just another woman. And, and up like, to, yeah, ag- up to ag- again, Blade and Whistler. I feel like have spent every day the last twenty or thirty years together. <laughs> when did he go and find time to have another daughter? And I will say this: you know, as bad as Blade Trinity was, up to at least this point here, I was at least entertained with the movie. When they finally met up and got everybody together at like this this new compound, I was like, "All right, now this movie's just getting bad." I was like, "Why are we introducing all these people? They're obviously gonna die." Right. <laughs> that's, that's the only reason we're spending time with any of them. <laughs> yeah, and it, it was so like, and one of one of the people that like, yeah, we're the Night Stalkers, and one of the people in their group is a blind lady. Like, what is she doing? And she runs the tech like she's like the computer person. They have a blind lady as their security person. Like yeah. she's watching. She's watching the security camera. Like there's a <laughs> there's a scene where she's pulling up files on a computer, and she's like, "Oh yes, it's this." I'm like, "How do you know?" That? I mean, I know there's specialized <laughs> keyboards for blind people, but does it read it for you? <laughs> so bad. I mean, not, not to make fun of blind people, but no, I mean, no, no. I, it, it, I'm the only reason I'm laughing is because I was it's watching. Just, 
I was watching this, and the entire time I was watching it, I was confused, like, if she was blind or not. The only time that I realized she was blind is when she finally was going down the steps and she had this stick. I was like, I was like, maybe, I was like, maybe she's it's just, just like the widow's. Like she, she's you like thought it was another glasses. person wearing sunglasses at night. Yeah, like I was like, everybody you know, else in this movie. Blade, I was like, Blade wears glasses at night. I was like, uh, Reiner in the last movie wore sunglasses. At night. I was like, this is another sunglass wearing. Guy. I was like, she can't be blind. She can't be blind. Sure enough, she was blind. She blind. She she fooled me the whole movie. Yeah. <laughs> and then we were introduced to Patton Oswalt, who doesn't last long in this movie. Right. Who, um, he's like their cue. He's the 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 cue to their James Bond. Right, right. Which, and this this is where where we get the the scene where Ryan Reynolds is staring down the camera, explaining Dracula to us. Because yeah. Dracula, even in this movie, like he has like a what I'll call a demon design towards the end, where like the last movie, like with those other vampires where the jaw opened up, weird. Yeah, and I'm like, so the first vampire jaw look. Y'all need to pick a thing. <laughs> the, f- the guy that was the first vampire turns into this crazy, crazy demon version of himself, and this this is what happens when you have three uh, three directors for three different films in the same yeah. trilogy. You start to get like crazy storylines like this. Like honestly, the storyline we got with Blade was supposed to be even more wild. Um, but they like eighty six that entire plan. Like he yeah. wanted, he wanted for this this to take place decades after after uh, Blade Two, and the vampires have taken over, uh, have have achieved world domination, and Blade is the the only savior. Which sounds great. Like it's Mad Max with vampires. That's what they were. That's what they were gonna do. That that was his plan. But then they like shut that down completely. Like honestly, they could. Like he's got the car already. <laughs> yeah. It looks like the interceptor almost, and just do Mad Max with the vampires with Wesley Snipes' blade. <laughs> I mean, Whistler's dead. He's found somebody else. I don't know. I mean, that might have worked out a little bit better. You don't have to worry about killing Whistler. You just got to explain what happened, which you know, of yeah. course, Blade may be able to. Give you your your narrative, or you got Ryan Reynolds that can start you off with your narrative, like he did in this movie. Oh yeah, well I think Ryan Reynolds says that. Like I think Wesley Snipes absolutely hates Ryan Reynolds. You know he was calling him uh he was calling him racial slurs throughout the uh, set. Yeah, <laughs> and Wesley Snipes denies it. I, well, <laughs> they said Wesley Snipes. They said Wesley Snipes wouldn't like you know how he would he would write notes to everybody. He wouldn't talk to anybody, but he would write notes. The only person he would talk to was Ryan Reynolds, and the only thing he kept saying to Ryan Reynolds was, "Uh, what did he say? Keep quiet if you want to stay alive." <laughs> he kept saying that to him. <laughs> like Wesley Snipes, like it it shows in the interviews for this movie too. Wesley Snipes did not drop character until after he did like interviews for like the DVD. Like there's footage of him out there doing like what is I'm assuming is like an interview for like the DVD or whatever. He's doing them as Blade. Like he's in costume, he's got the sunglasses on. He's Blade. <laughs> that is hilarious. It's like Robert Downey Jr. in Tropic Thunder. That is hilarious, man. DVD commentary. 
Like, when you think about it, man, like, just to be a part of that, like, yeah, it probably is frustrating as a as an actor or actress or director trying to put it together. But when you yeah. look back on that, like, years later, you like, yo, like, we really put that together and, like, got it, got it done. Like, well, at that point. I sent you that interview with yeah. uh, Pat, uh, Patton Oswalt and Pete Holmes. Yeah. And I'll probably put it somewhere in here. And Patton Oswalt's talking, like, it's, like, it's a D my it's a D it, this should be an F like this movie is like should be an F but for the, the amount of work we had to do to get it out the door it, it's a D plus yeah <laughs> it's like it's it amazing like, this movie even it's exists great this movie is great so <laughs> which I agree I agree yeah Oh, so, also, what are those sleeves that she has? I was wondering that, and I didn't really want to bring that up because there were so many other bad things that was happening. But I was like, bro, what do the sleeves do? Do they give you, like, better restriction or, you know, like, take away that? Yeah, like, when, when when they're breaking, we're going back to when they break out Blade at the FBI building, and she pulls out a bow and arrow because she can shoot through corners. Okay. Yeah. And she's got this, like, leather jacket thing on. She just, like, unzips it. And... I was like, well, why didn't you just go sleeveless? <laughs> why do you need the coat? And then she uh, never zips it back up. I've never seen. Uh, yeah, because it looks like a weird little cape when she's running. Anyway. Yeah, I don't get it. So, so Blade decides to join up with the Night Stalkers to hunt mm-hmm. Dracula. And that's what they do the next day. They go around and, oh, she's listening to MP3s, don't you know? <laughs> yeah. It's this new thing that we've got. It's called iTunes and MP3s. Yeah, she probably got everything off a of LimeWire at that time. <laughs> <laughs> Apple, paid, Apple paid a lot of money. Like every computer in this movie is like a, a old Mac or yeah. like an iPod or like a, it must have been when the iPod first came out because it's like they made a big deal. Like oh, she's putting MP3s on this thing. <laughs> you know oh. the the next the next series of events. Like it didn't dawn upon me until they get to the. Uh, to the doctor's office. Yeah. Um, but I was like, so they're out and about just beating up like random people, uh, not random people, but familiars trying to figure out who knows what. And then they get to the like doctor's office and start beating up people in there in the lobby. And I'm like, wait, did the FBI just give up looking for blade? Like he, he's a fugitive. They sure don't show up until the end. He is a fugitive now. Like (laughs) he just walking out in public. They're in broad daylight again. They're walking in the middle of the street. Blades in a black trench coat. They're both in like bulletproof vests. She's got like a quiver on her back. She's carrying a bow and arrow, and they just walk into this building like it's okay. I'm like y'all for for one they was like Blade was public enemy number one. So I was like y'all forgot about the 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 mass killer. The serial killer that that shot a, a shot a man in yeah. in the middle of the street, like okay, sure. And the guy that plays, uh, I don't know why this even matters, but the guy that plays Blade is the the brother from Prison Break, who oh you talking about Drake? Yeah, not the not the one with the tattoo on his chest in Prison. <sighs> yeah, Break. I wrote his name down here, Dominic Purcell. Yeah. He yeah. played um, Heat Wave in the Flash series, I think. Yeah, I, think yeah, I just think just <laughs> he's one of those guys. You look at him and be like, yeah, he's he's been in one I of those shows. He's from one of those things. Yeah, you know, you could you could point him out. Yeah, nobody cares about his name. 
because he has killed our psychiatrist from the beginning of the movie and assumed his form because that's one of the things that Dracula can do is change into people. Which makes no sense later on, but we'll get to it. Uh, and then they what's the most hilarious shot in this movie is they walk into the office and they figure out it's Dracula and they take a shot at him. The bullet is like 10 feet from his head. He still does a little... Bad <laughs> thing. I'm like that bullet. Like, if it hit you, it probably wouldn't do anything. Yeah. And it's ten feet away from you, bro. <laughs> and all, all it was was to like just do like a little quick change thing from the face he had on to his human face, I guess. And then we go through what I like to think is one of the most ridiculous scenes in oh, the entire movie. So dumb. That's like, what are we? What are we doing? <laughs> It's just a foot chase across rooftops with Blade and Dracula. And Look they, how high I can jump. Yeah. Look what I can do. Look what, Look I, can what do. I can do. That's how they do it. That's all. I, that's what I felt like I was watching. I was like, what? What's the? What's the point of this? Like, look what I can do. Look what I can do. It's, yeah, is that weird character from Mad TV? I can't think of his name. Uh, 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 um, was it Stevie? If you wouldn't, if you wouldn't have said that, I would. Uh, I would. I think. I don't think it's Stevie. It's us. Uh, is it? Stevie? It's Stewie, I think it's Stewie. Okay. Stewart, 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 Stewart is his name. But Dracula steals a baby because, of course, he does. We get it; he's evil. <laughs> and the baby, I think this is a thing, man. And you know, I, I don't have anything against, uh, you know, interracial or or adoption. But right. he steals the baby from a black lady, and the baby's white. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, you know, I guess adoption is real out there, but <laughs> I was like, all right. Well, I've I've heard newborn babies, newborn black babies are kind of white, so yeah, not that white. <laughs> <laughs> Never seen a black newborn baby, so I couldn't tell. Yeah, yeah, just that, heard. That They're baby, a little white. That's all yeah, I'm saying. Nah, that baby, that was a white baby. <laughs> That's a white baby. <laughs> <laughs> so he, of course, he tosses the baby. Doesn't die because you can't kill a baby on screen. Like you just can't. And because Blade did a backflip to catch the baby. Yeah. If he did he, not do that black backflip, he would never caught it. Even this movie knows you can't kill a baby on screen. <laughs> That's hilarious. Uh, so after that, is this is this when Dracula break like finds where they're all hiding out or anything? Um, I think so because yeah, because Blade and uh Blade and Whistler's daughter go off. I forget what they're off doing, but while they're off doing their thing, you got everybody else at the compound doing their thing they're off they went into like somehow they found out where this like oh the, yeah the, the vampires the blood have a bank. blood farm yeah, yeah. Blood and they it turns out that. the chief of police is in on it because of course he is and they he's like he just keeps like shooting people and saying what's what's behind door just fucking go open it <laughs> yeah he's like now granted granted this that scene probably had one of the, the one of the most hilarious Wesley Snipes moments. Where Motherfucker, like, I'll kill you. <laughs> he said, what they got back there, they can't, I can't tell you, they go kill me. Motherfucker, kill you. Motherfucker, I'll kill you. <laughs> I was like, well, he does have a point there. <laughs> what well, the, the fuck do you think I'm going to do? <laughs> I was like, he has a very valid point. <laughs> that is a good point, Blake. <laughs> it kind of was like a, a callback to, you know, in the first movie. 
uh, when that cop shooting at him in the hospital. He's like, motherfucker, are you out of your mind? Yeah. I felt like we we finally got a glimpse of like the true Wesley Snipes once again. And then yeah, we so went I, back to mental like breakdown. Wesley Snipes has said that to a few people in his life. Yeah. Um, so yeah, behind the barn in the barn is a, is a big old blood bank, which if, uh, which makes sense if you're a vampire, cause you know, you, at, at some point, if you try to turn everybody, you know, you're going to run out of food. Drake finds out where everyone's at while they're off in the woods trying to shut down this blood bank. And he goes in there as Whistler. Like he knew who that was. Exactly. He had no reference for who that was. He never met Whistler. But he just takes the form of Whistler. And when I saw that shot, I was like, he has no reference for that. Maybe they had a picture. Maybe. I don't know. But there's. But no then picture. again, but this, this is the thing. Him going in there as a Whistler, like what good does that do? Yeah. It's not like he fooled anybody. Like the first part, like the first person he sees in there is Ryan Reynolds, and Ryan Reynolds is like, "Yo, you dead." And he doesn't even kill Ryan Reynolds. He just takes him. Like if he would have went in there, and that I mean, we'll get to that later in a minute. But but yeah. then if, when he goes in there, like he could have went in there as he could have went in there as Jessica Biel's character, right? He could have went. He could have went in there as Blade. He could he could have gone in there as anybody. More creative with that scene. Like that's because like, oh, we don't okay, even cool. see what he does. We just see the aftermath. Yeah, I just go in. I killed everybody. Right, like he's he. If for some reason, he just like strings the blind lady up. Like, all right, let's calm down. Yeah, and so he, but he takes the little. Uh, the blind lady has a daughter. We forgot to mention it, but she has a daughter. Yeah. Um. Who? I mean, she's just in there to just add tension at the end. Um, with Blade. Yeah, so, I don't remember too much of it at the end. So no, she just has one conversation with Blades. Like, why do you take that stuff? And he's like, "There's something bad inside of me, and it's not nice or whatever." Yeah, and you know, it's, it's that that scene is so funny because they built the music up and zoomed in on Blade after, like she said, "Well, why don't you? Why don't you just do not stop Trying doing bad nice. stuff?" Yeah. And then you zoom in on Blade with the music. He said, "Cause there's bad people in the world. Cause the world isn't nice." And I'm like, come on, Blake. I, well, not even Blake. What's up with this movie? <laughs> What's up with this movie? Like, they're just trying to get to the finish line at this point. What am like, I watching? <laughs> I think you're watching a breakdown of a lot of people. Um, so, of course, um, the vampires have taken everybody and they've killed everyone else. And we have our big showdown. I mean, the, the end of this movie is just, you can see where we're going. Blade and Jessica Biel. They get they get new motorcycles. For some reason, this group of people has motorcycles and all. I don't know where they're getting their money. Um, because even Blade's like, how you bankroll this? And no one has an answer. <laughs> which is which is which is weird because I, this always kills me, right? In movies like this where somebody gets kidnapped. Or like, you know, people came in somewhere, slaughtered everybody and like took your family and we're gonna hold them hostage. Mm-hmm. At some point in the movie, like, you know, you go to like them holding them hostage, and then you go back to the the main characters, and they're still probably either at the compound or the apartment, and they're just sitting there. Like, you know, they've they've you don't know where Ryan Reynolds is, you don't know where the little girl is, you know he's come in here, at least killed three people. So it's like, yeah, you know, let me let me practice shooting my arrow right quick. Yeah, she spends like 
who knows how long trying to get the 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 air. I don't know how bows work, so I guess she was trying to improve the tension on it or something. And she's trying to get it up to like what did she get it up to like three hundred feet per second or something? I don't know what her goal is. Like I'm I'm assuming that was supposed to be like some kind of archery scene that other people would know what she's doing. Oh my god! Oh my god! Yeah, I don't. I didn't get it. Also, use a gun. Why are you using a bow and arrow? What are we doing? You know, she actually did practice um, and train for that, and she's actually pretty good at archery at this point. Yeah, I, I would, I, you know, she probably thought that she was going to be in a good movie, too. <laughs> <laughs> That's why she put all that work in. <laughs> she was like, this is going to be huge for my career. Yo, yo, this is so crazy. Everybody put in so much work. Ryan Reynolds put on, like, 25 pounds of, like, right. uh, body muscle. <laughs> he yeah. took karate classes. Ryan Reynolds has not always been ripped, people. Oh like, my god! Oh my he, god! When he did comedy in the early two thousands, like he wasn't like ripped like he is now. Like he, yo, he was still a good looking dude, but he's not. You know, I, I was surprised that after this movie, like some of them went on to have like a a, a, a longer career. Because usually, after you see actors in movies like this, you're like, ah, right, yeah, he he done, she done. Yeah. But they actually went off. You know, Ryan Reynolds went out to become Deadpool and uh. Um, you know, Jessica Biel went off to do her things and whatnot. Mm-hmm. So I was like, all right, cool. You yeah, guys Ryan, made it out. Ryan Reynolds went on to, to like, it took him a couple years, but he, he, he made it into some hits. Like he's like producing his own stuff now and choosing his directors and oh, man, working what with would, the rock and what blade Trinity would do to you. Yeah. And Wesley Snipes is doing VOD releases to this day. I guess what I say, man, you know what? Don't kill you, make you stronger. I think he had tax problems after this, so who knows? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think, didn't he go to jail? Yeah, he went to jail for a couple years, I think. And then he came out of jail and was in like the Expendables 3. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Which which is another horrible movie. I have not seen any of those movies. Let me tell you, don't. Yeah, I like Jason Statham. But not if you, enough to if watch you, those movies. If you wanted to watch any of them, watch the first one and just stop there. Okay. Don't watch don't watch anything after that. The other two or three don't exist. Yeah. You know, because it gets the it gets to the point, like if you ever if you ever watch a movie, you know how they say like Michael Bay, like all Michael Bay wanna do is like blow up stuff. Like I felt like that's all they want to do in Expendables. It was like Expendables mm-hmm. 2 was like, hey, how more how more uh uh, drastic can we get or how more elaborate can we get in like making this non-believable right. and then by the time the spittable three came out you know you got people out here with like you have let's say me and you on a team of like 12 people and we're fighting a team of like 40 people and those 40 people have machine guns and they like shooting at us and not letting off the gas and like i just get up and just walk across the room like this and nothing hits me like that. That that's that's the type of stuff that happens in Expendables three. But when I pull my gun out, I hit everybody. Right. So, I know okay. Harrison Ford shows up at some point in those movies. Yeah, that, like I said, that's when it got to the point of like how how more how more silly could we get? Because that's why right. uh, uh, Bruce Willis makes it in the second one, and then Bruce Willis right. ends up in the third one, and then that's where you get Wesley Snipes in the third one. It's like how many action stars can we put in one movie? Yeah. And yeah, unless you want to like really waste your time with it, like I would say, watch it. But I I would advise you not to if you don't want to. Right. Yeah. So, Blade comes to an end with you can imagine long fight through. 
we don't get we don't get the scene at least in this movie we don't get a scene of them trying to take Blade's blood and drain him in some kind of elaborate contraption this time. Yeah. So there's that. He has he has a, a which, and I will say about the fights in this movie, <clears throat> I like them a little better because the camera's locked down and it's like a wide shot of mm-hmm. just like a like just like in the John Wick movies where everything's like the camera's in place and it's like a wide shot and you just let the actors go. Which is everything. Yeah. yeah, and Wesley Snipes as you know as I wouldn't even say he's bad as Blade. It's just like not the best actor, but highly trained in martial arts or whatever. He's good at it. He knows what he's doing. He's kind of like that. Uh, what's that one guy's name? I forget his name all the time. Michael John White. Like, Michael John White. He's very good in martial arts, but you know, mm-hmm. he's not the best. Not the best. Not, not always in the best movies. Um, yeah. He was the uh, mob boss in uh, the Dark Knight that yep. the Joker threatened. Yeah. Well, Joker threatened a lot of people in that movie, but. R.P. Heath Ledger. I love that mm. movie. Also, if you haven't seen The Batman yet, go see it. I have not. I've heard it is nothing but uh, two to three hours of Batman just beating people up. Mm-hmm. He's act- Well, he's actually a detective, and he's beating the hell out of people, so it's great. <laughs> Best Batmobile I've ever seen. They say it's going to be on HBO Max soon, so... On April 17th, I think, is what they said. Yeah. That's why I was like, I'm not in a rush to go see it if it's going to yeah. come to HBO Max that fast. I saw it last Friday. It was great. But. We're coming to the end of Blade. Blade, at the end of Dracula's fight, <laughs> Blade and Dracula's fight, <clears throat> he stabs, but well, he, they try to shoot, like they've developed this little virus thing that if it interacts with Dracula's blood, it's going to get into the air and infect all the vampires and kill them all. And even uh, Ryan Reynolds asked Blade, like, what are you going to do if we kill all the vampires? Like, what what's what what will you do with yourself? You know, which is a good question. It's like this is all he does. Become a movie director. (laughs) But uh, they eventually distract Dracula long enough to get this. The first arrow they shoot. Well, actually, they shoot the virus at him, but he catches it because he can sense it. And then. Uh, he throw he just throws it to the side. He doesn't bust it up or anything. Shoots him with another arrow, and then they stick him in the side. And the virus goes out, kills all the vampires. Blade drives off in the end. <laughs> Let me tell you this, and this is a funny part about watching Blade Trinity. So yeah. uh, at, at in the beginning, which we kind of Ryan Reynolds' character is a uh, Hannibal Hannibal King, right? Yeah, Hannibal King used to be a vampire. But that's right. They gave, yes, they gave Hannibal King the cure, and now Hannibal King is no longer a vampire. He is a human fighting vampires. Which so there brought, is a cure which for vampires. Brought, which brought me to the, the conclusion of, why, why don't y'all just cure the vampires? Send out this thing in like a huge virus. Like Just send it out like they spray for mosquitoes or whatever. So y'all just want to kill vampires. Like, why, why, why don't y'all just heal them? Like... No, they wanted to kill him. Blade wanted to kill them all. He don't care. <laughs> which, which I was like, at that point, I was like, you know what? Last movie, I was like, Blade is the black, uh, black Batman. Now with this movie, I was like, Blade, genocide is cool, unless as long as it's vampires. Yeah. 
It's cool. It's cool. It's cool for us to kill the entire race of species. Right. Yeah. Good job, Blade. So. And then at the end of the movie, they say Blade's off doing his thing, which nobody yeah. knows what that is. Who cares? Yeah. Like, and there was even like a worry that it was going to kill him because he still has the vampire virus they call it inside of him. And now Blade is the only vampire. You know, Blade and Jessica Biel was supposed to have a set scene in this movie. I could, I, I can kind of see where they were trying to set that up, like when she's grieving at the um, death of the blind lady. And I don't even know saying, if they got the girl out. And he kept saying, "Do it, do what? Yeah, use or is, is like use it or something. I don't know. I I never understood what, what he was trying to tell her. I think he was trying to. He I think he was saying use it, like use the pain of their death as like. Oh, well, that made sense. They were I'll trying to be like. How would you rate it? Blade Trinity. <clears throat> I'll rate it. I'll rate it too long. <laughs> it's just too long. <laughs> it's two hours too long. <laughs> you know what? You know what? The funny thing about it is, this is actually the shortest Blade film out of all of the out of all of the three. But it feels like the longest. It does. He like, like goodness gracious! Like at an hour in, I was like, "How much more time I got, man?" Yeah, like I kept looking at my, I like I was just like watching stuff on YouTube on my phone, like during the final battle of this movie. I was like, "Oh, okay, they got him." <laughs> I was like, "Yeah, man, somebody stop this, man!" I was like, yeah. "I was like, I am not happy." Preston made me watch this one, but um, yeah. but yeah, man. But I mean, it was definitely you know something. Well, go ahead. Go watch Moon Knight. You know. I heard that is pretty good. First episode at time of recording came out yesterday. When this comes out, the day this comes out, the second episode will be up. So it's much better than this. And also, at the end of at, at Halloween, we will get our first appearance of MCU Blade in Werewolf by Night and uh, as a Disney Plus Halloween special. So did you look know forward that, to that? Did you know that Blade Trinity has a post credit scenes? I did not. And they said this is like one of the first Marvel movies that have post credit scenes. Okay. So I don't know what you'll get. I don't think you'll get any more out of the movie, but this movie has post credit scenes, which I was like, all right, I got to go back and watch that because, you know, we weren't doing that until like what? Freaking 2000 and yeah. whenever the Avengers and stuff came out. Well, I remember the very first post credit scene. It wasn't even from Marvel. It was like the first Pirates of the Caribbean movie had like a post credit scene. That was the first time I ever heard something like that. So this is Disney inspired, not Marvel. Oh yeah. Yeah, I love Disney. Disney and is the all- Illuminati. And also, cast Wesley Snipes as Whistler in the Blade movie. Just do it. You know, they were going to uh cast Wesley Snipes as Blade in again. Yeah. But then of course, you know, Ali walks in and says, I wanna do it. I wanna do it. And I've got an Oscar. So, and he was like, "All right, bet." And Will Smith hasn't slapped me yet. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think Will Smith would slap Mahershala Ali. I wouldn't slap Mahershala. I Ali. think Will Smith could get away with slapping uh Wesley Snipes. I don't think he's got Wesley Snipes is kind of sick right now, which I'm kind of concerned. Like cancer sick or? Yeah, like he's like he's lost a lot of weight. Oh wow! Uh, bald head, Sad. skinny guy. So yeah. you know, kind of concerned about him, but you know. Well, I give his last turn as Blade as a, you know, in in honor of Blade Trinity, I give it a three. <laughs> yeah. 
You give it a three, and I gave it. Uh, I gave it a two for too long. That's, it's that's too that's long. <laughs> two for too long. But uh, <laughs> hey, man. Hey, it, it's yeah. a. If you want a movie to just watch and and tear apart, then then check out Blade. Yeah. Uh, you know, we we probably would have gotten a better movie if Hellboy did not get the green light because yes. Del Toro was supposed to direct this movie. He went just like, it, or at least just delay Hellboy a year, you know? Yeah, but they were like, Hellboy's good to go. He was like, all right, bye, y'all. Bye. <laughs> Wesley Snipes is losing it. <laughs> you know? And then Hellboy came out of Hellboy. wasn't a bad it's movie. Great. So it's great. I think, I think if if he would have just directed Blade Trinity, we would have we would have finished the series off. But at the same time, this is what would have happened. I'm going to tell you what would have happened. Because mm-hmm. they, they were trying to play off so many spinoffs. Mm-hmm. I think there was a Night Stalker spinoff that was going to yep. be like Ryan Reynolds and Jessica Biel. There was going to be Ryan Reynolds and Jessica Biel playing a Night Stalker spinoff. And then there was going to be a Blade uh, 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 prelude story. Okay. <clears throat> with just like more so with more Deacon Frost. I would have loved more Deacon Frost. So, yeah, that's what you were going to get. You're going to get Deacon Frost prelude and you were going to get Night Stalker spinoff. So, all right. What could have been? There you go. That was Blade Trinity. Thank God we don't have to watch it again. Didn't like it. Yeah. Hopefully the next film you asked me to watch, man, is a little bit more entertaining. I've got a I got a Google Doc I have to share with you that I wrote out at the beginning of the year. It's like 40 or 50 items, but Yeah, you know. Whenever you're down to watch yeah. the the Terry Spendables 3 apart, Maybe. Well, I have to see. <laughs> if you've made it this far into the episode, thanks. Um, since, <laughs> since, since you've made it this far, why don't you leave a review on the app you're listening to it on? You can do it on Spotify now. You can click a little star. Um, Larry, thanks for coming again. Always, bro. Always we'll, a pleasure. We'll have to find another <clears throat> reason to bring you back for something. You give me a, you give me an excuse to watch movies, man. There you I'll go. never complain. <laughs> well, uh, next week I haven't decided yet but uh, until then I'll say uh, goodbye and thanks for listening <laughs>